0: Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today I want to talk about how to sound smart. I know that sounds like a strange topic for this podcast. But when I conceived of this podcast, I thought about suicide prevention on three levels. The first level is the intervention. When someone is... Completely emotionally dysregulated. They're at a 10 on a scale of zero to 10 in terms of suicidality. That's where we need to intervene. We need somebody to either grab them off the bridge or remove the weapon from their hand. We need an intervention. We got to jump in there right now, prevent the suicide. Then there is the maintenance of emotional regulation. Meaning, okay, we've prevented the suicide. Let's get them to neutral. Let's get them back in a routine, brushing their teeth, taking a shower, going to work, uh, work, exercising, sleep, nutrition. Let's get their basic needs met. Let's get them back to neutral, to just living, right? Day-to-day living. And then the third Part of suicide prevention for me is promotion, life promotion. Okay, now that we've saved a life, now that we've uh, showed you how to take care of yourself on a day-to-day basis, how do we build a life? How do we create a life that's worth a living? What are those components, though, those ingredients? And to me, speaking intelligently, being able to articulate our thoughts and ideas, being able to, to connect with our loved ones or employees, whether it's to influence them or to have a conversation with them or to address a situation, that to me is part of life promotion because we know that when we don't feel seen, heard, or understood, how frustrating that can be. And how embarrassing it is and shameful it can feel if we um, aren't able to get our thoughts across in a way that we want to, in a way that is effective, in a way that communicates our ideas in a very clear and concise manner. And even as I'm saying that, I am articulating. (laughs) So in this article, Psychology Now, They give us a few structures of how to speak intelligently, of how to get our thoughts across in a very clear and concise manner. And the first structure that they give us is called the problem-solution-benefit structure. So if you are talking to someone and you're like, okay, I have this thing I want to share with them, I don't know how to say this, You outline it, what is the problem, what is the solution, and what is the benefit? For instance, you can say, listen, the problem is uh, you keep (laughs) eating all of my food. That's the problem. The solution is that uh, I'm going to label my food and you're going to pay me a dollar for every time you eat my food. The benefit is that you're going to lose weight and keep it off. And then we can uh, focus on other things. like uh, And I'll have money to go do the groceries. All right, that was a horrible example. <laughs> that was a horrible example. <laughs> but I just thought of this off the top of my head. But, you know, an, another problem, like if you're talking about really in a relationship, right, where maybe the problem is um, uh, the, the baby crying and, and keeping you up at night. Um, so that's a problem for both of you. The solution could be that you take turns. So one night you go, uh, take care of the baby. Then the other other night, your partner takes care of the baby and, and so on and so forth. And the benefit is then you're not wondering who's going to get up and take care of the baby. You can plan your day accordingly, right? Um, so what is the problem? What is the solution and what is the benefit? So ideally you would have all three of those things figured out. You would have, you would, because what, what we do a lot of times is we just go on with the problem. Here's a problem. And we haven't thought of the solution, nor have we thought about the benefit of resolving the problem for both of us. Like, and that's the key thing is like really thinking things through. Because I, I, it, it grates me when someone presents me with a problem and I go, so, you know, what are your thoughts on how we should, and they go, I don't know. And I'm like, well, if you thought, you thought of the problem, but you didn't think about what the solution could be like that, um, you know, there's, they're missing pieces there. So what's the, and it doesn't have to be the solution, right? It, it's just a solution to prevent to present with various options of, you know, oh, I was thinking we could do this, we could do that, we could do that. You know, a problem could be, like, you want to go to your mom's for Christmas. Uh, I want to go to my, my cousin's for Christmas. Um, the solution is that we can go to your mom's this year and we go to my cousin's next year. And the benefit is is now we're not, we both are, we're both traveling to see, uh, you know, both of our family members. And then we can plan ahead, you know, years down the road. Now I can buy tickets, you know, further and further out. And then we don't we can move on to, to, to other things. So problem solution benefit. I love that I love that. The other structure um, of bringing up a discussion with someone or or to how to you know phrase your argument in, or, or I don't want to say your argument, but to, to have a dialogue where you sound clear and concise is point reason, example point. So you would make your point, and then you give your reason for the point, and then you give an example, and then you would close up with the point again. So for example, and hopefully I have a better example this time, (laughs) you'd be like, um, the point is we need to put up a fence um, in a front yard. The reason is to uh, prevent uh, dogs from coming in our yard and and taking a dump. Um, An example is yesterday a dog came in, took a dump, And then as a result, I stepped in it and uh, got in my car, and then I tracked it from the lawn to the car because I didn't realize I had stepped in it. Uh, The point is we need to put a fence up around the gate, right? So point, reason, example, point. And then you you bring back up the point again, right? Now, remember, in all these, in both of these uh, examples, whether you're doing a problem-solution-benefit or point-reason-example-point, it's, it should be collaborative, meaning that just because you came up with the problem, solution, and benefit, um, it doesn't mean that that's the end of the discussion. It's just that you're coming in with something. You're coming in with a full discussion versus putting the onus on the person that you're talking to. And also, people will appreciate that you've taken the time to really think through. A lot of times when we present something and we've actually thought the whole thing through, the other person appreciates the fact that you took the time and then it shows your passion for it and then they end up saying yes because you took the time. They're like, wow, this is something you clearly care about. You took the time to think about it and boom. The third way is to do a comparison, contrast, conclusion. Right. So you make a comparison, begin by reflecting on the similarities, then the differences and wrap up by coming to a conclusion so a comparison would be like you know you and I we're like two peas in a pod right we're like we're like Bonnie and Clyde uh and and you know we both love to go hiking and and eating at sushi restaurants the contrast could be but sometimes you know like I love to read books you like to watch movies and the conclusion is I think that there are times where um you know, we can go get sushi and, 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 and go do things. And then there are other times where it's okay for me to, to read a book while you watch a movie. And I think that's why we work well together because there are things that we love to do together and there are things we love to do apart from each other. So, comparison, contrast, uh, uh, conclusion, right? And, and you can do this even in a business setting of, you know, uh, one of the, you know, we, our competitor is uh, company X. And the things that we do the same are, X, are A, B, and C. And then the contrast part would be the things that we do differently are uh, D, E, and F. Conclusion is we need to focus on expanding into um, uh, doing more D, E, and F than A, B, and C because we already have that as a groundwork. Whatever your conclusion is. But draw the comparisons, show the contrast, and then bring about a conclusion, right? And then the last way to sound smart when you speak is to label the situation, task, action, result, right? What's the situation? What's the task? What's the action? What's the result, right? So you would describe an event that transpired or evoke a situation, then discuss the challenge in front of you and what you did to address it. And end with the discussion of the results you obtained. So a lot of times you'll see this in a job interview situation, right? Where they were like, "What's the situation and how did you handle it?" And so I remember when I went on a job interview at Equinox, uh, the the so the, Jim, the they were like, uh, "What's a situation that demonstrated your leadership or tells us a bit about who you are?" So the situation I gave them was in college, we were broke, um, me and my roommate. And so we decided to start selling drinks at college parties, and the task was to make a profit. (laughs) Um, The action we took was instead of selling beer like everybody else, we were selling daiquiris and margaritas, and the result was we were bringing home about five hundred dollars a night from that in profit. So, situation, task, action, result—they call that the STAR method. And you know, so each one of these are used for different areas you know for me I, I feel like the problem solution benefit is really great in relationships because in the relationships there's so many problems, so many challenges that have to be navigated through and you want to bring those up but you also want to bring up the solution to them let your partner know that you really thought about the the problem and how you two can best, resolve it, whether it's a financial problem, right? One person is spending too much. You're not spending, um, they're spending more than uh, what you agreed on or whatever. So the solution could be to have separate bank accounts. And then the benefit is that you're not stressed about uh, having enough money for rent, right? Um, And then the point reason example is something that I I could see being used more in a uh, work setting where you are defending um, a, a point, a change, a, a, some type of argument that's been brought up in a meeting, and, um, and then that would co- concisely help you get your point across. The comparison, contrast, conclusion, I see that as more of being a persuasive, like you're giving a speech. You're not really fighting for a thing. You're just um, trying to heighten or intensify uh, a part of your speech that you're giving and then situation, task, action, result that it sounds like it's, it's best suited for uh, the interview setting. So you can play with those and, and I would encourage you, here's my challenge to you, I encourage you to practice framing, like whatever, if you have a problem right now, whatever your problem is, even if it's a small problem, where it's um, a financial, physical, emotional, spiritual, social, whatever that problem is, just write it down, and then write down a solution. Your problem is you're single. Okay, what's the solution? Get on dating apps, go to nightclubs more, whatever. And what's the benefit? It gets me out the house more. I'll take a shower. Um, uh, I have something to look forward to. Like practice working, writing out these structures and writing out the responses uh, to them. You know, create your own points where um, a great exercise for the point, reason, example, point would be to uh, open up a newspaper, go to the opinion column, and, uh, you know, write out your your point, reason, example, point. And, and I think this is beautiful if we are, you know, the holidays are coming up, and so many people now are, not not everybody, but uh, a number of people are having these p- sociopolitical discussions, and they can get really heated. And part of it, it becoming really heated is we, we haven't really been taught how to discuss them in a way that promotes dialogue, conversation, and understanding, right? So uh, uh, a structure you could practice using is point, reason, example, point. And when we read those opinion articles, you'll notice that they kind of use that situation. The comparison, contrast, conclusion, um, you'll see that more as as part of a a speech that someone is making. But I really love the point, reason, example point in terms of navigating those tough uh, uh, conversations at dinner with friends or, or with colleagues or even strangers over, um, you know, anything that can get a little heated and that can be a bit divisive. Um, and if you have somebody who's cutting you off um, in the middle of your point, reason, example point, that's somebody who's not who's not ready to listen and that's not somebody that we need to be talking to or having a discussion with anyway, right? So I hope that um, you found some benefit from what's been shared here and it gives you some structure For what's been shared, the the problem, solution, benefit, point, reason, example, point. Uh, And this is in the September, October issue of uh, Psychology Now. Psychology Now. And I'll link to that in the show notes. You can check that out. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. If you found some benefits, share this episode with one other person. One other person that uh, you think could benefit from this. So that you two can have a communication and then build a community. And when we build a community, then we feel like we belong somewhere. That's all I want. I just want to feel like I belong somewhere. I look forward, you know, one of the things I'm looking forward to, because I like to, when I'm interviewing guests, I'm always talking about what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the day where um, I'm touring with this and I get to meet all of your lovely faces and shaking hands with you and getting those hugs that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling the 988 or any of the other 800 numbers that are listed in the show notes. You can chat, talk, text. You can go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.